Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. On Monday's episode, episode 274, and if you haven't heard it yet, go back and listen to that first, we talked about fictionalizing World War II while sticking as close as possible to the truth with Anthony Doerr, author of All the Light We Cannot See. Historically, this isn't something that only authors do. In the early 1930s and 40s, radio and the movie newsreels that played before films dramatized the news. They brought in actors and they invented scenes based on historical fact. Now, back in the day before The Bittersweet Life, I used to regularly produce a segment called the Radio Retrospective. And given our conversation on Monday about radio and about creating historical fiction, I thought it might be fun to listen in to one of those segments. I hope you enjoy it. Quiet, please. In exactly 15 seconds, we'll be on the air. This is Jack Benny talking. Jordan. Rocky Jordan. Have you ever danced with a murder? This is Orson Welles, speaking from London. When you go to the movies today, you don't see the film without a good dose of this first. In a world. Delicious things to eat. In a world. The popcorn can't be beat. But it wasn't always that way. Until the 1950s, you got a good dose of news before you were allowed to escape into a Hollywood fantasy land. The March of Time! Beginning in 1935, the March of Time started replacing silent newsreels in movie theaters, and it was a welcome change. The March of Time was produced by the creators of Time in Life magazine, and they wanted the news to feel alive like it was happening to the viewer at that moment. And so they recreated the news. They hired actors and wrote scripts that imagined real events. Then they added in voiceovers and real news footage. With plans drawn for a New England Nazi encampment, he meets unexpected opposition in a community long proud of its tolerance. Two of my great-great-grandfathers and four of my great-grandfathers fought for liberty. So did the other people of this town. I call upon all of you here to keep the Nazis out. Just as in filmmaking, scenes of Nazi Germany might be shot in the United States. An actor might play the president in a closed-door meeting. Sometimes actual lawmakers appeared as themselves, reenacting an event they actually lived. These tactics weren't a secret. Henry Luce, head of Time Life Fortune Incorporated, called it fakery in allegiance to the truth. And the audience didn't seem to mind. They were familiar with the show long before it hit the big screen. The March of Time began first as a radio show. Tonight, Time, the weekly news magazine, raises the curtain again on their reenactment of memorable scenes from the news of the week from the March of Time. The radio actors were hired for their ability to impersonate newsmakers. Orson Welles played Sigmund Freud. Agnes Moorhead played Eleanor Roosevelt. And the show imitated FDR so well, the president eventually asked the producers to stop portraying him. His political advisors kept calling to ask him about statements he never actually made. Dramatizing the news isn't acceptable anymore. But in the early 1930s, radio had to invent scenes. 
The technology to report live from the scene just didn't exist yet, especially in 1931 when the show first premiered. That very first show, they imagined Chicago Mayor Big Bill Thompson smugly celebrating his re-election. Let's review some of the dramatic events of the week. It's a walk away, Mayor Thompson. Congratulations, Bill. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Thank you. Hey, your mayor will go on building Chicago's skyline. It'll be just too bad for the nitwits that get in the way. The radio show was scripted, but the March of Time did respond to breaking news, throwing out scripts and writing new ones an hour before airtime. And this led to a new kind of actor, one that could perform a script perfectly, having never seen it before. Orson Welles became a master at this, and he considered the show the greatest thrill of his life. Later, his movie, Citizen Kane, featured a parody of The March of Time that many of you remember. News on the march! Since the pyramids, Xanadu is the costliest monument a man has built to himself. Here in Xanadu last week, Xanadu's landlord was laid to rest. America's Kubla Khan, Charles Foster Kane. Today we wouldn't trust dramatizations as a reliable source of information, right? Or would we? The framework of the March of Time is very much alive on modern television. It's just not on a news network. You're more likely to find it on the History Channel. U.S. Airways Flight 1549 has just left New York's LaGuardia Airport. Mayday, mayday, mayday. This is Cactus 1549. You can land runway one at Peterborough. Can't do it. We're going to be in the Hudson. And perhaps the strangest remnant of the March of Time is the charitable organization the March of Dimes, originally started by Franklin Roosevelt to combat polio. The president called his organization the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis, not as catchy as the parody nickname that Eddie Cantor, the radio comedian, came up with. The nickname stuck, and the foundation used it to encourage children to donate a dime of their own money to help. And even though President Roosevelt had an issue with the way the March of Time portrayed him, in a way, that show gave him his own coin. He became so associated with the March of Dimes, his picture is now on all of the dimes in your pocket. I'm Katie Sewell. That's it for The Bittersweet Life this week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review. And please tell all your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife@mail.com, Or you can just find us at the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net or on all the social medias, just search for The Bittersweet Life.